investing in property makes sense. Investing in the right property takes knowledge. Welcome to the Rewarding Property Decisions Podcast. I'm Jared McCabe, Director of Wakeland Property Advisory. Join me for expert insights into the fundamentals, trends and opportunities to help you create long-term wealth through smart property decisions. Hi everyone and thanks for joining me for episode 69 of the Rewarding Property Decisions Podcast. So welcome back for 2024. It's certainly looking to be a great year within the Melbourne property market and hopefully there'll be many things for us to discuss and talk about throughout the year. But starting off, one of the probably the hottest topic that we're seeing at the moment within the market is the rental side of things. So I thought today we could go through ways that investors can take advantage of the heat that is in the rental market at the moment. And there's no one better to talk to about this than Jordan Telfer. Thanks, Gordo, for joining me. Thanks, Jared. Good to be back for another year. So I guess just before we get into the guts of this, what, what are some of the things that we're seeing at the moment within the rental market in terms of activity, strength compared to the, I mean, it was still reasonably strong finishing off last year, but what have you seen from your conversations and through properties that we've helped some of our clients lease out this year? Uh, well, one thing leads to another, and that is huge numbers that open for inspections. Yeah. Um, ridiculously big numbers. Um, and that's moving, well, that's for, obviously then flowing through to some very good um, leases being signed, I suppose, or, or rent increases. Yeah. So that's that's normal for this time of year. Yeah. January, mid-January through to mid-March. But it's sort of been supercharged by an extremely low vacancy rate, which we saw starting to emerge last year. Yep. Um, and uh, just a total lack of supply. Yeah. So those that are going, and we'll probably get more into those that are coming out of a lease is what we want to look mm. at today. But for those that are, um, perhaps the, the previous tenant has um, decided to vacate and they've hit the market, or for those that have perhaps just bought a property and are renting it out for the first time, Really, the key things there are just make sure that you are chasing a premium at this time of year. You can, and I've had this conversation with a number of our clients that we purchased properties for late last year. Particularly if you've got a bit of early access, you can afford to be bullish at this time of the year. Yeah. So yeah. you don't need to leave anything on the table. And if, as long as you're prepared after a week, perhaps, if you are being a bit too bullish, to review it. Yeah. I'm not seeing too many of those this year. Yeah. What we're suggesting to clients um, as of late last year, properties that we've purchased that are then settling and we've engineered it as best we can to settle at this time yep. of year to take advantage of that rental market. Um, we're suggesting that we push that a little bit further. Yep. And having said that, that asking rent um, in a number of cases this last week or so since we've been back has actually been when the property managers have um, provided the details of the subsequent lease it's been more again. Right. And usually that's because the asking rent um, has been, uh, the, the applications, there are a number of applications being received and prospective tenants, are, are, without being induced to do so. Which we know you can't do. We, you can't days. do that yeah. and that's fair enough. But they're off their own bat, they're, they're saying, look, themselves. I see value greater than that. Yeah. Um, could be, you know, another $10, $20 a week, $30 a week on, say, properties around $650, $700 advertised. Just to um, secure something. Just to secure something, yeah, because yeah, they, they understand. They understand that that's the market at the moment, unfortunately. So let's look into then when a lease, this is what we wanted to talk about today, that where um, a lease is coming to an end um, and you need to have a, dis and it's perhaps been a 12-month lease. And so the rental market more often than not, well, we certainly know in the last 12 months has changed significantly over a 12-month period. So what are some of this, what are, what are the scenarios, what can... Um, 
investors do to ensure that they maximise their rental return? Yeah, I think first of all, there's two choices yep. that um, that you can have, and this will be prompted by the property manager. Sorry, before you go on, I just wanted to make sure too from everyone listening that this will be very generic. This this um, these discussions that we'll have today, it's not going to be a one size fits all. You need to have specific conversations with those your advisors, whether they be um, property advisors, whether they be property managers. You need to have those discussions um, to see what suits your situation. So yeah. I just sorry, I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I suppose you've got two choices. Property manager rings you up and says, "Look, lease is expiring in a couple of months' time. What do you want to do?" Mm-hmm. You can either um, roll it on, just keep it onto a periodic, and that's fine. And you can have a rent increase. Um, on a periodic lease, of course. Yep. And there might be good reason to do so. You might be looking to own a Rocky Pie in the short term or with an eye to selling in the short term. Yep. And more often than not, um, our advice to clients is sell and market the property vacant. You've got greater control over the sale process, presentation, etc. So that's that's a legitimate option. Mm-hmm. Most people, of course, want the security of a 12-month lease, not only tenants, but owners. Yeah. Um, there's a bit more security of and, um, and a surety of rental income for the 12 months um, hence. So what do you do to try to maximize your position? I suppose, well, timing is important. Yep. And so you start these discussions a good property manager will always initiate this well outside in advance. Reason being there needs to be, um, 60 days notice anyway, if there is to be Mm -hmm. a rent increase, it needs to be the tenant, existing tenant needs to be notified of that. They can't just have it dropped on them. Yeah. So, you need to do that um, in any case. Um, terms are important. Yep. So it doesn't have to be a, a standard 12-month. Yeah. You might find if the property is, say, coming up um, and a 12-month lease would coincide with winter, mm-hmm. you might want to say, no, look, um, offer a 15-month lease. Yep. So we get it outside of winter and get it into the early part of spring or ideally engineer it so it, a property becomes vacant or at least the discussions with the tenant then become uh, then are initiated at this time of year, yeah. so mid-January through to mid-March. Yeah. Um, and in this market, a lot of tenants would probably say, yeah, look, I'd value that extra security, um, security anyway yeah. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to be in this position fighting the 50 or 60 other people that have been open for inspection in 12 months' time. The only thing to bear in mind if you're going much longer than 12 months is um, if there's any realm of consideration to selling the property, yeah. you've got to be careful because yeah, exactly. you don't want to have to... Um, lock you be trying to sell a property that's under a fixed term lease. It just limits your market too yeah. much. But if there's no thought around that, then yeah, that's a, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, um, client of ours uh, we've been uh, discussing with for a little while now. Um, he's had a sensible approach, and that's perhaps tying an improvement to a new lease. Okay, yeah, and a rent increase. So in this case, it's um, a split system air conditioner, which is pretty common, particularly for some of the older properties and yeah. having putting them in. It's not always as easy though with an apart with some of the older style apartments to just oh slap in a split system it, and because the where the inverter and things has to go, sometimes yeah. it can be a complicated and expensive exercise. Can be. Um, there's usually an answer. Yeah, okay. But on the roof, on the dead side, I like to refer to as the dead side of the building yep. where all of the services go. Sometimes on the balcony. Yeah. Um, there's, there's usually a way around okay. it. And in this case, um, you know, three to three and a half thousand dollars adds a bit of value. This is a top floor apartment. Um, he's had a continuity of tenant for so long. He hasn't really had an opportunity to do much upgrade, upgrade to it. Yep. Um, and that will certainly, um, appeal to the next tenant when he's in, when his existing tenant does decide to vacate. So, yep. um, 
that was that's that's a possibility. And you add a little bit of capital value and marketability to the property if and when you come to sell. Yep. So that could be a negotiating point as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you want to uh, the central of the discussion is in this market an increase to the rent. Yeah. So how do you go about that? Well, um, a lot of times it's just the subtlety in the communication to the tenant. In that um, you can. You, you could you want a twelve month lease and you want an in rent increase usually. Yes. So I think it can be look a bit heavy handed if a property manager goes back to the tenant and says, "Listen, um, we would we're you know, happy to have love you to stay on um, rent increase to X, um, but if you're not prepared to sign a lease, then well you know it's going to be more than that closer to market at a, at a higher level." Um, looks a bit heavy-handed yeah. if you're to sort of not a gun to the head of the, the tenant, but yeah. So perhaps go around the other way and say, look, market rent is X. Um, you've been a great tenant. You've been you know great to deal with, rent paid on time, etc. Um, my owner recognises that. If you're prepared to provide them with the assurity um, of some security of a 12-month lease, they're more than happy to reduce the rent down that little bit. So. You you're can, still getting your increase. You're still getting a good increase. So plucking figures, and we don't like to use yeah. too many figures, but if you're at 430 a week and it should be 500, well, you might go and say, well, we think it should be 500 a week, but we're prepared to give it to you at 480 a week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 500 a week is market. It's not... Yeah. You know, we're not inflating we're that like, where, yeah. like you might get on a uh, reserve price on auction day yeah, where exactly. it passes in. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's fair too Yeah. Um, in that... If you've got somebody in there that's looking after your property and are good to deal with, well, there's um, plenty of justification for keeping something a little bit below market. Yeah. And um, but with the understanding too that quid pro quo, um, if your circumstances are such that you want to stay on, well, you know, periodic gives the tenant uh, much more flexibility yeah. than it does at times the owner. Yeah. And our owner would like a twelve month lease, and that's fair enough too. So I guess the other thing though too is that. You don't want to be – the important part here is you don't want to be letting things slip too much. And I've, we, we've had a few discussions mm. lately about rental increases and sometimes it just gets to a point, I think, where that tenant or renter, I should say, is no longer the right renter for that property in that they just can't afford market rent. Yeah. So you want to keep them and you want to look after them, but the market's changed significantly in that period of time. So maybe they just need to consider something different. and. As an owner, you can't be afraid to move on from a tenant. It can't just be about keeping them and, oh, we'll we'll reduce it a little bit. Because if you keep doing that at every interval, you're going to start to slip well and truly behind market levels. And it makes it a lot harder to bridge that gap. Yeah, it does. And particularly in this market where, I mean, COVID is hopefully in the rearview mirror, but there is still some lag effects and holdovers from COVID where not only were there no rent increases, um, but oftentimes the there was significant rent reductions Reductions. Mm. and that has become the norm for a lot of tenants and they've adjusted their lifestyle, their spending patterns around that. And now there's been a supersized increase um, and there can be a massive gap to bridge that just may not be feasible anymore. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's good. Um, Were there any other examples or points that you wanted to, um, to raise in relation to, ways that um, that investors can maximise things? Um, well, it's probably more more around that um, that bridging of the gap, I suppose, mm. and whether whether it's sensible to be 
pushing hard, pushing hard, mm. or you just pull back that little bit. And I think that what needs to be considered in certain circumstances, again, quite apart from in inverted commas rewarding the tenant for for looking after the property and being a good tenant by bringing it a little bit below market. Um, if you do push too hard, and yes, sure, some properties are just not fit, not they they're no longer suitable for that tenant, but. If an increase that doesn't push them out of there can be achieved yep. and it's not too far from market, well, there are advantages to that yep. because what has to be factored in, sure, if, okay, if we're $20 short of where market is, that's $1,000 a year thereabouts yep. that you're leaving on the table, so to speak, as an owner. But you've got to um, also consider the costs in finding a new tenant. So there's going to be a leasing fee rather than a releasing fee mm-hmm. and under, and justifiably there's a lot more work from a property manager's perspective to find that new yep. tenant. Yep. So that's always a, a greater expense. That can be, you know, that could be a thousand dollars. Sorry, not, not a thousand, probably about anywhere between seven fifty eight fifty dollars extra, yep. I suppose for that. Um, you've then got advertising Yep. and there may well be, um, a short vacancy period as well as one tenant has transitioned out and a new one comes in. Yeah. Um, and there also may be a need to, once that tenant goes, particularly if they've been a long-term tenant, um, it may be needing of new carpet yeah. or a coat of paint yeah. or, or just, just some things. upgrade for the next tenant. And you could find that by um, pushing for that extra 1000 and forcing a tenant out for you to then have to go back into the market to find the new tenant to pay you a market rent, yeah. you might be costing yourself twice that again. So it's getting it's calibrating it right. So understanding what those differences are and, yeah. and where it's worth pushing and where it's not. Yeah. yeah, I think it's. But I think in a lot of circumstances those numbers are right. And you, but I think at the moment um, it's one of the unique times where as a as an, a landlord as an owner you can probably afford to push a bit harder. There'd be a lot of times in the past where I think the, the margins just don't justify pushing too hard. Yeah. $20 a week, I agree. But if sometimes it could be as much as 50. And mm. as, an, as an owner, you can't be afraid at the moment to say to the tenant, look, sorry, you're just not there. Mm. It's just not quite enough. We need to be closer to market value than what you're able to pay. And if you're not able to, then we might have to move on. Because, and, and that might mean that you have to pay a little bit for, for leasing fees and for marketing and things. But to get the right property, because at, like you, like we said before, um, we might do, we might think that $500 a week as the example yeah. is market. But with Maybe the way more. it could be at the moment, because people are paying premium. So although it might be 480 to 500, 510, if you go to market, you might get 530 or 540. Mm. And that's not because you can look at comparable rentals and say, this is where they sit, it's because there's nothing else around to rent. Yeah. And it yeah. just makes it really tough yeah, um, a from a tenancy point. perspective. But it, it means that there could be options around. So a lot of the times, and we've said this to many clients in the past, where take the conservative option. Just you've got a really good tenant who's paying your rent and yeah. you're only a little bit below market, go with it. I'm not saying that you should definitely just say, no, bugger it, move on. But I think there's there's room to be a bit more bullish at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we're seeing that particularly at this time, as at this yeah. time of year. And that could change in two year. months' time. It could. In that you don't yeah. have the same levels of competition. I don't think the market, the rental market, is going to slow down anytime soon. But we always knew that mid-January to probably the end of March was always going to be, it's always a competitive market. This year was always going to be extremely competitive, and it has been. Yeah. 
But it will come back a bit by the time we get out of the first quarter. It's just a question of, I don't think it's going to come back to what we would normally see during the year. It'll still be a competitive rental yeah, market. Yeah. 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 Very good. Well, hopefully yeah. that's, um, that's given people something to think about and some ideas. Obviously, we're always happy to have a chat about um, ways and means that, the, um, that we can help in terms of providing advice. But generally, thank you very much for joining Jordan and I for episode 69. Thanks, for, thanks again, Gordo, for coming in. A pleasure. Um, and as always, please feel free to share the podcast as far and wide with friends and family and colleagues as you can. We want to really try and ramp things up for, for this year. And if you would like further information on how to make rewarding property decisions, please visit our website, wakeland.com.au or give the office a call. And obviously, we wish you all the best with your property decisions.